This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hi, guys. Welcome back to another episode of For the Healthy Host podcast. I'm your host, Ree. Sunset Tim. And yeah. <laughs> and yeah. We need a better intro, bro. We got a good intro. You just need to continue it out. Today's episode, first of all, how y'all doing? All right, what's up with y'all? How y'all, y'all good? Been? Y'all are hardworking, beautiful people. You always say that. Because I hope they are some hardworking, beautiful motherfuckers. They are, I know, and I feel it in my soul. I feel it in my soul, too. But today's episode is about... Today we're going to be talking about navigating our personal wellness journeys within relationships. Like, And I mean, it could be any type of relationships, but today we're talking about like a partner. A partner, I know. And it seems like a long sentence just to say that we're talking about dealing with your... Dealing with your past sh- hurt, yeah. you know, in a current relationship. Yeah. How uh, it can affect it and how, you know, I guess how to go into the healing of it as well. Yeah, I guess so. And I feel like this is a tough topic almost for me personally. Because I remember in the past you wanted to talk to about some kind of something similar to this. Do you remember me saying like, nah, I'm not ready to talk about that? I do. Yeah, so we're going to be unpacking a lot today yeah so let me ask you first let me say this we just two regular people talking about us like you know what i mean i know there's so many certified people that you could speak to about this and if you need to reach out for professional help please, please do, do so i am not professional i'm not it i'm i'm gonna end all my advice with oh but i don't, I don't know. know you know what I'm saying <laughs> i don't know you do you you know what i'm saying so yeah, we just talking about, we're ref- reflecting, really. Yeah, on our experiences and hoping that y'all can, you know, feel and learn and something from what, yeah. you know, we've been through. Exactly. Use my pain to learn. Kevin Hart say, laugh at my pain. Yes. Don't laugh, though, because this shit hurt, but <laughs> learn something from it. Exactly. But I want to start off by asking you, babe, what does your, you don't have to get, you can get as specific as you like, but what is your wellness journey or your healing journey? What does that look like for you? Um... As far as what it looks like, I oh, guess. Oh, what does it mean to you? What is what is what does what mean? The sentence? Your healing journey, your wellness journey. Nah, you don't have to get specific, you know, whatever you feel comfortable with, but I'm just saying, like, what is that? When you hear that, my healing journey, my wellness journey, what does that look like to you? What does that feel? What does that mean to you? Well, for me, first, it starts from the um, knowing I lacked something. First off, knowing I lacked something and knowing there was something missing. Um, and then the hurt from always having that thing missing you know what i'm saying it's like i don't know why this 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 came in my head like a runner like if he was taught to run with one shoe the nigga would know how to run with one shoe and never True. care you know what i'm saying he just <laughs> run like he would he would not care he's only known to run with one shoe yes um and that's kind of like what life is when you have hurt and everybody got something missing that you know you ran with one shoe for so long that, you know, when you finally get to the point, you realize that this one foot has rocks and shit. Like, it's being pain sometimes. That's that's when the healing journey actually begins. You always have examples, and I love that. 
I do. And they always sports too. They are always always sports. Listen. Always. But uh my healing journey, yeah, starts from like recognition and from the pain. Um my personal journey was like lack of um confidence. Um leadership mm. was another one. Um and I feel like just flat out standing up for self and not and I spoke about this myself in the bathroom this morning about um, second burner nature. What does that mean? Back burner nature, excuse me. Back burner nature is like, uh, I'm a second oldest child. But in my family, sometimes I can be revered as like the oldest child sometimes. Yeah. Uh, and it was because as a kid, I was so willing to put me on a back burner so my mm. brothers could have things. Oh, why well, I want to cry? It, please don't. But... And in a sense, it became like a comfort place to put things on the back burner, meaning myself, my dream, other things on the back burner, because that's what I came from, is what I'd known. Aw, babe. Oh, stop it. <laughs> what? I'm so Lady. serious. But that's what I came from, is what I'd known and whatnot. And, you know, just recognizing that and the things that it has caused me to miss out on, like, like standing up for something that I want, you know what I'm saying? Not putting it on the on the back burner, you know, really putting it forefront and and whatnot. Putting things that I want up there, putting myself up there, you know. And it, like I said, it was just like I, I learned how to run without it. Yeah. So that's what I knew known for so long that it just became so comforting. But now, like I said, recognizing I'm trying to, you know, not be in that category. I want to I want to put me and my wants. Um, my ideas, my being. I won't put all that front and be brave about it and be confident about it. Good for you. Good for me. Good for you. <laughs> wow, I'm tearing up. So, do you uh, see these tears in my eyes right now? That I was do. a heartfelt answer. I didn't. Oh I wasn't God. expecting that. I didn't know we were going to talk about this today. And I gave myself that talk in, in the mirror earlier. So it, was just, it just happened to be today. Um, well. Same question. That's, a, you, that's a tough follow-up. Mine's won't be as good. I didn't think that was that good, though. <laughs> it was real. That's why it was so good. But no, for me, it's kind of like what you said, like you, your little runner example. Um, I feel like every single human being on this earth, no thought, no belief system is actually our belief system. We were conditioned to believe a certain thing. You know, a certain thing, a yes, certain value, absolutely. certain things. And so, just like you said with the runner, like, we have no idea unless we step out of what we've known. You know what I mean? Step into the unknown and try to unlearn and um, get past the conditioning that we've yeah. been through as children. Yes. So, that's really what it's about for me. Um and yeah, you, and you don't have to get personal or anything like that. If you want to let that out or anything. Like I mean, that. I'm just trying to think what I would even say. Like, I don't know. It's just it's so much. It's so many things <laughs> with me. That's just, <laughs> like I don't even know where to start. There's so many holes. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. You are perfect. But no, dude. like I don't know. Like I mean, I know I got. It's a lot of stuff that I gotta unlearn. And oh, okay, I know what it. I I know. I know. For example, um. Up until, like, there's this big event, tra trauma, traumatic event that happened in my life. Um, well, I'm, oh, my gosh. Oh, God. Okay. 
I got a piece of hair in my eye. Got a piece of hair in my eye. Um, but no, like there's this huge traumatic event that happened in my life when I was 14 years old. Everything up before that, of course, like I, I, I'm from a single parent household. My mom was a single mother. My grandmother was very prominent in my life. Like I called my grandmother mom, mama. Like that's how much I was around my mom. Mm-hmm. And as a child, that didn't affect me because that's all I knew. Like, you know, I didn't yeah. care that my dad really wasn't around. I saw him every blue moon. Um, but now as an adult, I see how that has affected me in my adulthood but there's this traumatic event that i always like i think about it often um when i was 14 years old my grandmother passed away my grandmother passed away and then like she passed away from cancer and she really was my best friend i still think about her to this day and i get really sad that she's not here with me okay three months later and i get the dates mixed up about like when it happened but three months, like this was in a very short time span. My cousin, who we were raised like sisters, mm-hmm. she has a twin sister as well. So me and my cousins, we like three peas, like always together. Um, let me piggy, let me go back. When my grandmother passed away, my mother adopted my two cousins. So they lived with me and my mother, me, an only child. Now I have two sisters. Um, one of my cousins actually passed away, like. She died right in front of me and her sister. And that's really, really, like, one of the most traumatic things that I've ever experienced in my life. And, you know, she was 14. She was really young, really, really young. And I I can remember that moment like it was, like, yesterday. Mm -hmm. I always feel like something bad is going to happen, no matter how good things are going. And when they get really good, I get even more anxious because I'm just like, all right. I know something is about to happen. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I'm really trying to focus on not being afraid of the unknown. Yes. Not thinking like, oh, shit, something going to happen. And understanding that whatever does happen, whatever comes up in my life, that I can deal with it. Like, I'll, I'll be able to deal with whatever it is. But also to be optimistic about things. I remember I used to tell you, don't be pessimistic. Don't be yes. so pessimistic. But I think I was projecting back no. then. It was correct back then. But oh, was it? On. It was correct. Oh, okay. But I think I was projecting a lot too, though, because, and I noticed that with a, some other things too, like I'll say it to you, and what really is me, I'm feeling that way. So I'm projecting that onto you. But yeah, I'm just trying to, like, I'm still years down the line, I'm still, like, recovering from that and trying to heal from that experience. That's an experience that stays with you. I mean, that'll be a a lasting memory you know what i mean forever so thank you for sharing that with the community um of course like for real that's very brave you to talk about that out loud thank Uh, you baby one other thing let me say this because i think this is a huge too the way that i was the way that my mother talked to me while i grew up that's a big one yeah and i noticed that within myself like how i talk to other people like um my mother had a very i guess stress related job i don't know i don't even i really don't even know i I have no idea but the way she spoke to me wasn't really very nice Mm -hmm. and she oftentimes didn't mean anything by it i don't think but i've noticed that and i know it didn't make me feel good then yeah um even as an adult i catch her like saying things to me a certain way but I'll correct her. I'll be like, hey, like, listen, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm really trying to heal from that and also make sure that I'm talking to the people that I love with respect and 
you know, just nicely. That's, that's, that's part of putting that shoe back on. Yes. That's part of that whole process right there. Breaking generational curses, baby. Yes. And they be thick as shit. Well, I'm talking <laughs> generational curses be thick as hell to break. But getting that shoe back on, first off, recognizing that it's off and the pain, you know what I mean? You just something missing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the first thing. And then when you, like you said, this is about relationships. When you get into a relationship now, you got two runners trying to heal from this pain. Mm-hmm. How do those two go about it at yeah. the exact same time? That's a good one. That's a good question. I think, first of all, it's important to understand, although we're in a relationship, my trauma is my trauma and your trauma is your trauma. Yes. Like, I know it's been times I wanted to fix you or certain mm-hmm. things and, and vice versa, but we have to heal ourselves individually. I think a lot of times, and I'm guilty, I'm guilty of this, when people get in relationships of any sort, they're looking for somebody to save them. Yes. Nobody is going to save you but you. Yes. Nobody can give you feel that void but you. Like we have to stop looking for external happiness and joy and or actually external joy cuz somebody can make you happy but only you can bring you joy. Yeah, joy, comfort, whatever it might be. Yeah, you only know. you can do that. And that's really really important to note like when getting in a relationship, nobody can fix you but you. Nobody can save you but you. Like you said, trying to get filled up by someone else. Remember, the other day I spoke with you about something I learned in a book was like that in life, we often think of, um, treat ourselves or think of ourselves like containers and things fill us up. Mm. Other people get like their happiness. People pour their happiness into our little container, filling us up on that. We buy things that fill us up on happiness in our little container. But truth is the universe flows within us and from that flow is internal so why would you settle for a 10 gallon container when you are the ultimate flowing yeah being within yourself the source is in you you know what i mean um what book is that that is uh what you think about me is none of your business by cole whitaker if i'm not mistaken and who book whose book was that that was your book that sat on the shelf for nine months unread fair enough yes thank you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so getting into that like you said pain recognizing that that pain is yours and not from your partner because when you get in a relationship often um you know a good relationship you're holding each other accountable mm-hmm. and things and when somebody holds you accountable it can also bring a trigger like yeah things that your partner can do can trigger you to recognizing that pain but it's not your partner who caused that pain? They just may have caused it a trigger void, but they didn't cause that pain. So not putting that blame on them um, is a big thing in like I said, relationship healing. Right. You're knowing what you can do. And then from that point on is from that point on is like understanding yourself. Like yes, you spoke about that's a big one. trauma being your own. I believe we all have the ability to um fix ourselves, of course, rewire us the way we're supposed to. But that owner's manual was written in a language only you stand, understand. Mm, yes. Only you. Because like, you experience You experience it. it. Nobody else. Nobody can help you with that owner's manual. If I looked at Reese, that shit may look like Mandarin or Japanese yeah. writing to me. You know what I'm saying? It's so crazy that you said that. I remember one time you was like, you were like, like, what did you say? You said something like this. Now, help me out here because I'm kind of okay. like, I'm. It, it's a little blurry. 
you were basically like, this is my life. Like, this is my life in my head. Do you remember you saying oh, yeah, that? Yeah, like, what did you saying, say? Like, the weirdest thing is, like, you live with somebody, <laughs> mom, dad, whoever, and, like, in in my life, I'm the main character. Yeah. And in my head, I hear my thoughts and everything, my opinion. But you've been with me, how long have we been together? Oh, uh, like 12. 12 years. years. We've lived together probably, what? 10. 10? I've seen time. you every day for 10 years. I you never are. know what's going on in your head. And you will never know what's going on in my head. You will never be the main character over here, but it feels like Why it. do I want to be the main character in your life? <laughs> you don't want the stress of these lines. <laughs> you don't want the stress. You don't. But, yeah, that's the weird thing. Like, that's what kind of what it goes back to. Like, as much as we think the other person is, like, they're in our lives, they're just a piece of our lives. Though. They have a whole separate life going on. Yeah. Even if it's together. Yeah, like right now, you and I are doing this, living. I'm experiencing this, and you are experiencing this in a completely different way than I'm experiencing this Absolutely. situation right now. Because it's such a weird thing to think about. Yeah. Another, you know what? Another weird thing, so we on subject to weird things. You know, people are hanging off the side of the earth when you step outside. You ever thought about that? No. <laughs> I had that weird thought coming out the grocery store the other day. Like, I'm literally hanging off the edge of the earth. And you just thought that randomly? I just thought that randomly. Like, there's nothing holding you down. Like, I mean, I'm inside gravity. a house now. Gravity. But yes, but I'm like, you're hanging off earth. Literally, like, it's your feet. You're hanging off the edge of the earth. Yeah, it just got real weird. You just got real weird. I'm sorry <laughs> about that guy. So when it, like, when it comes to understanding yourself, you have to do a lot of, like, reflecting and trying to figure out why you are... Why you react a certain way to certain things. And like we always talk about acknowledging. Yes. Acknowledging this particular thing. Understanding what triggers you. Why it triggers you. Connecting the dots. And yeah, with connecting them dots, I feel like it's so important that you do that. Because, you know, there's the there's the trauma that caused it. Right. And then there's you living in survival mode with that trauma. Mm. And then there's the triggers. To you in survival mode and in trauma. Three dot things. So if you connect all three, then you can find the source. You know what I'm saying? And then find a way to heal. That's why that was so, so important to really look back in a very unjudgmental way towards everybody in, involved. Including yourself. And yourself, whoever caused you the trauma or situation. And, you know, not judge the situation, but look and find what it is so you can find, like I said, the... I guess the opposite action to take you out of that survival mode so the triggers won't put you in that mode. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, which goes into, like, victim. I love that you brought up survival mode. Okay. Like, I like that a lot. Um, I feel like... I feel like for all of our life, most of our life, we lived on survival mode, bro. Yes. Absolutely. So it's, it's really, like, a... It's an interesting thing to, like click flip you know what i mean yeah, to like yeah. get out of that and i feel like the life is a, the whole our, our whole life is going to be a journey like we on Absolutely. this healing journey until till we no longer <clears throat> it's, it's in a physical form yeah, yes it's like a marathon not a, not a sprint exactly so i just think that i'm happy you brought that up yeah survival mode is crazy it's a crazy part of everybody's life i read in a different book read a lot of books here that and scientists a couple of scientists have put together like this thing and they was like tracking how many times people hear no in a lifetime before they're five yeah it was like it was no to yes ratios 
And it was a crazy number. You heard no like 8,714 times versus to like 3,000 times you heard yes. Yes, yeah. And that sets up the survival mode. Like you've heard no so many times that you just shut yourself out of things um, so quickly. And that believing in yourself is how it's so hard because you've heard no so many times since you was younger. Right. You know what I mean? But coming out of that mode can be tricky. Um, But the first thing is is to, of course, get out of victim mode. Yes. Getting out of being a victim, playing the victim. Because everybody loves a victim because the victim gets to tell the story. Mm. You never hear the story from the aggressor. True. You never hear that person. Yeah. Ever. It's not really, because most people would say it's not their story to tell. Right. From the aggressor is the victim who gets to tell the story and paint it however they want to. That they were treated a certain way, this, this, and then the third. Where the aggressor has a whole different story that they never really thought that they were treating that person that way. Right. That's why victimism is so sought after. But to make true change, the victim has to come out of that. Because when you're a victim... You're actually sacrificing so much. Mm. You know what I mean? Like You're holding on to so much. Holding on. If somebody makes you mad at 8 a.m. on the way to work, hold on to that shit for the first four hours of the day. That's you sacrifice four hours. You know how much stress that causes on your body, bro? Like, how much wear and tear that causes on your... Oh, I can't. I, I, I'm I'm done doing this. <laughs> but that's where victimism can, can hurt the victim yes. in itself, you know? Holding on to things, you sacrifice shit. Where the aggressor, who might not really have... It didn't even rub them the wrong way, you know what I'm saying? Not to say that people dress selfish, but sometimes it happens. We all have been an aggressor to somebody. At some point, you may not even have noticed it, you right. know what I mean? But that's what it is. When you're the aggressor, you don't have noticed it. Sometimes. <clears throat> sometimes you don't know that. You know, the hammer never says to the nail, you know, like, damn, you had a rough day today, didn't you? <laughs> the hammer was okay. He did all the pain. Like, <laughs> fuck, he don't feel shit. Like, he's pretty good. Um, but coming out of victim mode is um, essential to healing self, and especially in a relationship coming out of that, because you don't want to always be asking your partner to hand you a fucking tissue all the time, because you're always consistently crying and whining about something that, you know, put you in victim mode you know right what I mean? and i'm not saying it's okay it's not okay to cry <laughs> Absolutely. and you know get those feelings out and feel those feelings but that's a lot of stress you causing on your yeah. body like when you continue to be Hovering. like in victim mode or like in it like being in victim mode really reminds me also of like wanting somebody to save you yes. like i feel like those connect very well together and that's where a partner becomes to an extent like Trying to make their partner happy. I'm doing exactly. so much to make you happy. It's because you can't make somebody else happy. Ain't That's no why way. you're doing so much, my boy. Ain't no way, boy. Ain't no way, my Remember boy. That ain't no fucking way, my boy. Ain't no fucking way, my boy. <laughs> ain't no fucking way. I used to love that sound. You did. As long as I love that TikTok sound. But once you like begin to understand yourself and you know really dive into that journey and. You know, like Travis said, like Sunset said, I'm sorry. Thank you. <laughs> like Sunset said, um, you know, no longer playing that victim role. And it's, I always say this, and I'm going to say this in every episode. So, and it's not going to be a linear path. Linear. <laughs> linear. Some days you're going to be wanting to be the biggest victim there is. Oh, my life. You're going to be wanting to be the biggest victim there you ever two, is. You want two beds. 
two bed in the hospital. You want two beds just swapping out, bro? Like no, for real. Like some days you're gonna be good and some days you're gonna be low. That's just that's just how life is. That's how life is. That's how life is. But a really important thing to do is communicate with your partner. Yes. Like that sounds cliche, but communicate. Communicate. If you panicking, having a panic attack. Let that person know. You having some anxiety? Let them know. Hey, remember we was at um Kroger and I was looking, we were in this, we were inside of Kroger and yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You were, I, you I didn't say freaking, it, but, but I, was, I was looking at you and I'm like, this nigga, nigga what freaking is? Freaking out. I said, you, I said, you're freaking out right now. Yeah. You didn't even have to say anything. So like communicating, but, in, but I think we'll get into this a little bit, but also just like being attentive. Like yes. not that you have to, but if you with somebody you love, just quite naturally, you're you going to be attentive things. and you're going to notice things. But yeah, communicating with your partner partner what triggers you what you don't like or your, your, your partner said something to you you can say hey babe i really didn't like how you said that but do it with love yes. move with love that's always really important love, always with peace yes love and peace I always move that way if you move with love and peace you can say whatever the fuck you want to anybody in the world <laughs> you really i'm can. sorry you can say it to anybody you want as long as you move in love and peace but exactly yes, recognizing that in a relationship when another person is you know having a rough time Try to lend a helping hand. That's yeah. where you can. You can't make somebody happy, but you can lend them a little comfort. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Um, a perfect example is like me putting, I put the kids to sleep now because. You do. To give Ree some comfort. Ree likes to be an early bird. She likes to get up and I work do. out five in the morning, six in the morning. But when we was flip-flopping, putting the kids to sleep, you know, she couldn't really get a consistent routine down mm-hmm. and that affected her. In a lot of different ways, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was other than just physical, I know it's working out, but it was other than physical, then it affected you. Yeah. But I use my abilities to help my wife out because I am a bit of a night owl. I can stay up later than she can. Baby, it was nine o'clock last night, and I was like, I know, I know it's 10 p.m. Yeah, and 10 p.m., that may not even be late to people, but yeah, that is late to I me. I can never in my life go to sleep at nine. Baby, Ever. I can. And you know what? I've always, I, when we used to go to the movies with, with our child, our oldest daughter, I used to fall asleep in the movies. Yes. So ridiculous. But and I want to say thank you so much. I've told you, I know I've told you again and again, but I really do appreciate you doing that for me. Like, that has helped me out so, so much. You're welcome. You're welcome. It helped me out too. It does, cause I like I have sleep problems. I don't know that you do. I have very I have very bad sleep problems. That I won't get a lot of sleep. But putting my daughters to sleep in a cozy room with the nightlight on and I'm rocking it one of them, it puts you in that mode. It puts me. It kind of knows me to sleep. You know where, like I said, my whole life I've struggled with sleep. But I don't get you much. You have, you have, you really have. But not me, baby. 
Not me. <laughs> I be sleep. <laughs> Nigga said, not me, none at all. I hate that for you, but I'm glad it's working out for you, my brother. It, it, I always say yin and yang when it comes to relationships. Yeah, like, like us. We never, are. Never require your partner to be perfect, but together y'all can be a perfect being. Like, yeah. y'all really can. When they say come together as one, they really mean that we are um, that perfect being. I don't give a fuck about time. Re is a stickler for time. Oh, my God. And I be want to fight you. That ain't perfect, though. We really... Whew, I be getting so upset. That I is perfect. So like, that's not perfect. Cause like you, if it's up to you, if it starts at four, you'll pull up at four at, at three ten. Nah, <laughs> oh, at three fifty. Ten minutes early. Nah, nah. I'll <laughs> be like, she let's pull up ten minutes early. You'd be like, no, you need to get there. Oh, stop lying. You'll that's be cap. 10, 15 minutes late. And you literally oh, here's cap. the thing, you'll be 10 to 10, 15 minutes late, and you won't give a damn. You oh, like my. shit, everything. Oh my soul. Like, what the fuck? That's not good, bruh. Like, you need to respect other people's time. That's a whole nother topic for another day. I appreciate your patience. You need to patience. respect people's time, though, I bro. I appreciate your patience. <laughs> no. I appreciate that person's patience, but I ain't going to be on time. It started at 4. I might pull up. I might pull up at exactly 4, but you wanted me to pull up at 315 so we can get the mic set no, up. No, I didn't say 315. 350. Or 345. 345. That's just courtesy that for people's time. But I am not a time person. Don't you not, and I, ha- I cannot stand it. I'm, I'm here for... A good time. Not, Not a long, long time. time. Well, if you want to have a good time, you need to be on time. Whatever, nigga. Go ahead. But, but yeah, back to the topic at hand. Just being able to communicate with your partner, how you're feeling, like we talked about before, those triggers. Um, and, like, we try our best to communicate, but we're not perfect. Like, like we said before, move with love and... Yeah. With intent, and like intent. and the biggest thing, like I said, when healing in a relationship, remember it's, uh, it's each person healing each other. Like, not mean you healing yourself and your partner healing themselves as well. But again, not hitting the triggers for that person is a big thing, and then giving them the comfort they need at times is a huge, huge thing. It's really all you can do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, they're rehabbing. I like that term. They're rehabbing their own self. Like, yes. they're rehabbing like their foot we're talking about. They're rehabbing that themselves. But, hell, you can massage their foot every now and then. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, every now and then you can help them out on their journey towards it. I helped Re out at the grocery store the other day. What you help me with? Um, We were both hungry as shit. Oh, yes, and we were. We still want to eat healthy. And Re was, like, panicking. was like, I'm just going to get a cheeseburger from somewhere. Like, yeah. And I was just like, I comforted her, like, drink some water, be calm. We'll be home in 20, 30 minutes, and we'll eat something there. She didn't want to hear it, but it helped her out. It and did. afterwards, I would have regretted <clears throat> it. You would have regretted it. And you had a little bit of anxiety at the store, a little, a little tooed. I had a whole, I always have an attitude when I'm hungry. Very hungry. Have you seen that meme, me, me filling up the room with negative, negative energy because I'm hungry? Yeah, that's you. That's me. To a T, but... Little shit like this, little bitty things, like the little triggers that can help your person out on that journey of healing. Just be attentive. Pay attention. Attentive. Yeah, attentive. Like paying attention is so much on this journey. Just care with a little bit. two people um, trying to heal themselves, dealing with hurt. Remember, you can't put that shoe on for that person, but you can definitely You can lead a that. hold of water, but, but you, can, you can't make a <laughs> Yes, and can't don't make try to... Another thing is don't try to... How I put this? Don't try to tell your partner what their trauma is either. True. Or trigger like. Don't try to be that don't person. Let them person. recognize it on their own. Um, some hoes don't know they ill yet. You know what I'm saying? And you can't do shit about that yet, can you? Yeah. 
if you want your partner to realize that they have some type of anger problem, they're going to have to come on there on their own. Like, they, yeah. it might be glaring to you, but it's not glaring to them yet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And if you want to mention it slightly, yes, maybe. But with love. With love. And peace <laughs> or of write love, them a letter. Write them a nice love letter about it. <laughs> hey, babe, I love you, but I'm. But you're dick. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but whatever it might be. Try to be um, as gentle about it and move with gentle. love. Gentle. I love gentle that word. You know what I'm be nice and massaging about how you go about it. But don't try to recognize they trauma form. They got to see it in their own eyes. Some hoes don't know they ill yet. Yeah, you can't fix You can't fix somebody who... Well, first of all, you can't fix nobody, nobody. anyway. Like, that, that's their own personal journey, regardless. Man. Yeah, for the most part, like you said, try to, try to intend to your own... But be a very solid partner by being attentive, you know what I'm saying? Be the Shaq and the Kobe, you know what I mean? And communicate. Communicate that with each other. Absolutely. And with that being said, I'd like to see you you lovers, you friends, you companions, partners. I'd like to see y'all be attentive to each other and just practice that first. And um, definitely, of course, do your healing on your own self. Try to recognize your traumas. Remember to connect the dots so you can heal. Yeah, um, spend, spend some time alone quiet the noise around you yes. so you can really look inward yes and understand yourself more and don't make the mistake of hovering on the past when you do it Definitely. don't, don't make don't that do mistake that. Though. don't hover on it. remember we go into that past but very unjudgmental yes you know what i'm saying very free and that is what we want to leave you guys with this is episode five 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 of them bro episode five we love y'all um we want to see everybody doing well. All you beautiful, hardworking people. You beautiful, hardworking people. This is a wrap from Sunset Tim. And Ree, we love you guys. Love see you in the next one. Peace.